Hello and good evening. It's Sunday evening. I hope you've had a really good week. It's great to be back here in the group. If you're watching, please uh, put your name in the in the comments just to say hello, and uh, I should be able to see you there. And uh, well, let's get let's get started. So tonight tonight's podcast is called "Everyone's Exhausted: How to Shift Out of Crisis Mode and Thrive." And uh, lots of lots of people have been talking. To me about this in the last couple of weeks and it kind of follows on from what I've been talking about in the last two weeks about strategies to lead your teams remotely but I think this takes it on to the next level. So if you haven't listened to the previous two and then uh, I, I suggest maybe have a have a quick listen over there first. You'll find it if you're on Facebook you can find it in the feed or in the units and if you're on the podcast you should be able to scroll down and find them there. So, as many of you know, I live in France and one of the many things I love about the French language is the range of ways that we can show displeasure. So, you can say, oh, something is boof, you can use a good uh, shrug of the shoulders and it's very expressive. And at the moment, when I'm talking about the situation and the crisis um, with Covid, there are lots of words that are coming up, but over and over again. One word, compliqué, so really complicated. Another one is that it's very heavy, and I and I like that I like that uh, that term because it, it feels heavy on the shoulders, and, and maybe uh, we don't always use that word in English, but I th I think it's it, it's really I think for me anyway it sums it sums it up perfectly. Um, we often hear also that that's really enough now. We've had enough, and there's a there's a very nice saying which is very polite, and it just means I've had enough. Jean Imar, and we hear that a lot over and over again in the bakery at the school gate um, it's uh, it's a little phrase that is that, that is coming up all the time and uh, you know and I think that prob probably accurately reflects for many us the, of us this feeling of fatigue um, lack of energy generally and um, maybe also a bit of boredom not uh, not having enough enough things to do um, enough act activities particularly um, for the children and and it feels a little bit endless doesn't it you know we're nearly into a a year and uh, and it feels it feels long it does feel heavy I think on top of that, there's also a lot of anxiety. You know, when will this finish? The anxiety of what will happen, the anxiety around the economy, around jobs. Of course, that very real concerns for lots of people. Mental health is obviously uh, an issue, and uh, and I think you know we we need to we need to be really uh, on the lookout as leaders um, for helping people in our teams with that. So people are struggling at various levels, and we are in a sense stuck in a crisis and, uh, and the world of work is of course not immune to this so how do we move forward as a leader and how can we lead in this very particular situation so for those of you who don't know me, I'm Anne Collins, host of the Leaders Who Love What They Do podcast, and I help executives, senior leaders and business owners with teams to transform and rethink their leadership to create high performing teams and also to achieve their biggest career goals. So we're going to just think about uh, a little song which many of you I, I think will remember. It's a great song called Stuck in the Middle with You by Steeler's Wheel. So I don't know whether you remember that. And in the middle it says, it says, clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am stuck in the middle with you. 
So as a leader, I think we need to be stuck in the middle with everybody, with with the chaos around or how it can feel like that chaos around us that we can't control. We can't do much about the exterior. But we can be stuck with our team in a very positive way. But we don't need to be stuck in a crisis, I would argue. And I'm going to just talk to you um, tonight about three, three main ways or three main suggestions. They're not the only ones by any means, but they're three, th- three ideas that I would like to share with you this evening. So the first one is, well, we come back to the three pillars of success during normal times, any times. And they are, for me, values, vision and action. So by values, that to me means having a purpose, a shared purpose. Vision, we need clarity. We need clarity about where we're going. And I think more than ever, we need that at the moment. Finally, action. We need confident and courageous action. An action that is celebrated because it is, these are unusual times. Things are more difficult um, to get done. So we need to celebrate that. So that's, uh, that's kind of the baseline where we would start normally. But I think we need to lean into that and do even more of that. I think next we need to shift from this mode of crisis and I think this is is really something we need to do quickly and I know many of you are already talking about that and I've been speaking to a few of you about that in the last couple of weeks and and I think making this shift from crisis mode into a mode where we are thriving in difficult times. Now I mentioned this last week and that's really what I want to go into in more detail tonight. Now, I would suggest that there are a few ways of doing this. Um, Firstly, personally, I think we can drop the talk of war when we're talking about this virus. Drop Drop all the words to do with battling, fighting against a virus because the virus is not an enemy. The virus is a problem and we can choose to come out of this mindset of crisis and war. And if we see it as a problem, which we can solve, we can move forward. And it is it is not a war because we are not fighting other people, luckily. Secondly, I would say I think we need to go back to some of our time management skills as well and look at this idea of identifying important over urgent. Now, in times of crisis, of course, we it's very tempting to stay in that mode where we're looking at what is urgent. Now, there's a there's a problem with that, because if we stay in this urgent mode, we lose, of course, the important side. Now, what do I mean by important? Well, I would class important as things along the lines of professional development, anything to do with learning, development of your organization on in the long term. So and why? Well, I think firstly, your future proofing your organization, which is absolutely vital. It means that you've got a great chance of coming out of this um, stronger, better than before. And secondly, I think it's motivating. It boosts morale to be able to think about learning, to think about developing, to have a long term view coming out of the urgent and into the important. It's it's good for everybody. And it comes back to this whole idea of growth mindset, which I've spoken about before. To continue this idea of boosting energy and morale, I think one of the things that we can kind of forget now is this we're all in it together speech. Um, 
Unfortunately, we're not all in it together in the same way. We need to be very aware of individual circumstances. Some people are struggling a lot more than others. And I, I think that line is, is wearing thin. So I think as leaders, we need to more than ever see the individual impact of the situation on members of our team. I think it might go against the grain to to mention this, but I think providing more opportunities for real collaborative work, real creative work, and this uh, this fits in a lot with looking at important rather than urgent, I think can really also help boosting morale in a team. When we're problem solving, when we're collaborating, when we're really using using our brains in a way that it that is exciting, it's stimulating, and it brings people to together because when work is interesting and stimulating when we have debate and healthy conflict we start to connect we start to boost each other we have a purpose we start to come together around something else rather than just the big problem of uh, of covid and the situation it makes life feel normal it makes life feel well we're moving forward anyway and i think that's really important for everybody I think also underlying that, if we do that as leaders, what we're doing is we're giving a message that we can be resilient. Now, being resilient, and we've talked about this as well, is all about bouncing back. It's about not putting a gloss on things, but it's about seeing that temporary temporary situations will pass. And COVID, yes, it's long, but it is temporary and it will pass. And if we focus on these important things, we're also giving that message that we can look beyond that. This is temporary, it will pass, we can move forward. We still need to prepare and we need to do things and we need to act and we can do all of those things. Now, alongside uh, thinking about the individuals in our team, I think compassion and empathy are, of course, absolutely at the heart of our interactions with our teams at the moment. But also we need to provide emotional stability as a leader. And I think that we need to give this strong message and belief that the team will not only survive, but can thrive in this. We can move on. So as I mentioned last week, this wonderful poem by Amanda Gorman that I absolutely love. You know, she talks about finding the light. Leaders need to find the light. And as leaders, that is our role to find the light to have hope, to show hope and to say we are good enough. We are good enough to move on, to future-proof our organisation, to develop despite the situation, even if we have to adapt, even if we have to change the rhythm of what we wanted to do. We can still move forward. I think making learning and development really an everyday focus can also help in this journey. And this has been something I've been reading about recently, that quite a number of companies are looking to move away from having annual reviews or six monthly reviews, and they're trying to make it into a rolling program. The one way that I, I read about was this idea of having a 90 day learning and development cycle. Now that to me, it could also just end up being every 90 days you have a review which could add on work like all these things it depends how it's put into place but if the if the stress becomes really on the learning and development as as an ongoing project then I think we have a chance at uh, at actually making important changes during this time 
I would suggest that we can do it even more simply. And you know, it's, it's great to put structures in place, but why not just have uh, informal learning reviews during the week, you know, during the meetings? What did you learn? What did you learn this week? What's the focus for next week? That accountability in, in much, much the same way that as a coach, I do that with my, with my clients. You know, what's the focus coming up? What are you going to do exactly? When are you going to do it? So that same accountability you can do as a leader. And I, I personally, I think that's a, it's a very easy and a simple way to put that in place right away. Also, you can, of course, adapt it to your team members. You're not imposing a one size fits all on everybody. Another another way to do that is the informal feedback loop. And, and again, it's, it's very simple. You just simply ask after every major event or piece of work, well, what do you think you need to improve? And what, uh, what do we need to improve to make that easier for you the next time round? So just building in that learning and development and all of that, I really believe that we can do that right now and that it's even more important to do it right now. Now, stress management is, of course, very important, but it's it's such an important strand and such a, and such a large topic that I'm not going to address it in great detail um, tonight in this episode. That will that will have to be for another time. But I would like to just suggest that you consider this focus on learning as another important way to help people manage stress because it's a way that's often forgotten. I feel, but so valuable. So the number of times people say to me how learning makes them feel so good. Learning something new makes people feel good. They they feel like they've got a new purpose, they've got something that's interesting, it's, it gives them a focus and it, it does boost energy and morale. So I would say just as, a, as another strand to your stress management strategy that you have in place, why not think of learning and development in that way as well? So to finish up today's podcast, I'd just like to recap on all of that. So leading teams when everyone is exhausted. Yes, it's exhausting for leaders too. And I would say firstly, lean into those three pillars that are so essential anyway. Values, vision and action and imperfect action, which I think is such a powerful concept. Imperfect action, all that means is just do it. Don't worry about it if it's not perfect. We can learn from mistakes as long as they are calculated risks. Shift quickly from crisis. Let's move out of crisis mode. Let's move to a mode where we are thriving in difficult times, where we see this as a chance to learn, to develop, to perhaps develop areas of a business or an organisation that we haven't done before. To use this as a chance to move forward and to come out stronger at the end. Stress management, we've touched on one aspect here about using learning and development to really help people with that. It, this helps people to to come out of it stronger at the end. It gives it gives people um, a structure also to the day or to the week if they've got something something that's planned in for for them to do in terms of a, a structure of personal development. So why not use that? So 
As a little reminder, we're just going to recap also on what's coming up this week because we have the Leading with Courage Masterclass that starts tomorrow and we're going to be looking at the essential skills and mindsets leaders need to be courageous. Now some of that uh, follows on from what we've been talking about this evening. Do sign up if you're interested, you'd be very welcome, I'd love to see you there. So that leaves me just to wish you a great evening and a lovely week. Um, I'm off to have my nice cup of tea, courtesy of nepaltea.love. And uh, for more details about our um, Leading with Courage and the podcast, please go to the show notes if you're on the podcast. If you're on Facebook, I'll put the link for Leading with Courage in the comments. Well, thank you once again. If anyone has any questions, do put them in the comments. It does take just a few seconds for them to come through for me to see them. Um, If I can see anything there. No, I think that's about it. Well, that's all from me. Have a great week and see you again soon. Bye bye.